0: Hello, and welcome to Team Franco Bodybuilding Podcast. We are on episode number 61, and as you can see, the title of this one, Intelligence plus Intensity equals Results. Now, you may be saying, what does this mean? I know what it means, but I'm going to go into greater detail as I'm going to start off with a little story. As some of you may know, before I got specifically into remote coaching and the whole bodybuilding career of prepping people and promoting, way back when I was strictly, I was going to say strictly and solely, a personal trainer. That's all I did. A number of clients every day, every week, and I did that for a number of years, and I think having that foundation of experience of working with a variety of people, all ages, all levels, bodybuilders, everything, really made me the coach that I am today. But where am I going? So the first company name that I had was FIT, Franco's Individualized Training. And the motto, the saying on even my website and my t-shirts and all that stuff was intelligence plus intensity equals results. That was the principle that I lived by. Uh, and if you go way, way back, for those who were lifting in the 80s and, and also the 90s, you'll know of the name Joe Weeder, and he had weightlifting principles. You can look it up, you know, Google it and you'll see there's dozens and dozens. Some of them you'll be like, yeah, I still do that type of stuff. And some may seem like, you know, goofy ass shit. But the point that I'm getting at, intelligence plus intensity equals results. That is a fact. That is what I practice today with my in-person clients and what I try to promote and help along with my online coaching. So let's break it down. What does intelligence mean when it comes to actual working out? Well, as a personal trainer, you know, your job is to teach proper exercise form, to teach proper exercise programming. So the intelligence is really learning how to do an exercise the right way so you get the most out of it. Because if you don't, you're not going to have the same kind of progress by Learning how to do that exercise. Now, some of you are saying, like, well, that's that's easy. I mean, it's really not hard to figure out how to do an exercise. Yes, and no, because what's often missing with beginners and even more, you know, people with some experience is that whole mind muscle connection. Mind muscle connection was something that used to be brought up years ago. People poo-pooed it, but I highly believe in that. And to me, my muscle connection is feeling it out. Actually thinking about that muscle, lifting the weight, pulling the weight, whatever the exercise may be. Thinking about it and visualizing of that muscle group doing that particular exercise. Whether if it's a simple dumbbell curl to a squat to any kind of rowing or what have you. Not just throwing the weight around using loose form, fast tempo, but rather to control the weight and put that focus in actual action of what the muscle is doing. And another saying that I always used to talk to my clients is that never sacrifice your form to lift more weight. I may be contradicting myself if you continue to listen, but the point that I'm getting at, you need that foundation, that intelligence on learning my muscle connection and to feel out and to learn how to control the weight. You know, tempo is always important. You always hear about tempo, meaning and you know, it, I think it gets a little crazy, a little too overboard, but they say, you know, 2 seconds up Pause one second down, whatever the case, or actually the opposite, or you know, or you hear these tempos about 10 second down. Yeah, they're all different. You know, I don't like to complicate it too much, but you do want to control the weight. Typically if you are curling, you know, the the concentric is lifting the weight up and the eccentric is lowering the weight down. So for example, when you do curl I believe in a little bit more explosive motion because typically on the concentric portion of an exercise, you're not as strong. So you do want to blast through it, but you also want to control it. And on the lowering portion of the exercise, that muscle for the eccentric is stronger. It can handle a greater load. So if, if someone were to hand you more weight than you can curl, say like, you know, a hundred pound barbell, you start from the bottom. Most likely, you're not going to be able to curl it up. But if you are three quarters of the way up, the final point of doing a barbell curl, and someone hands you that that barbell, you can probably hold it up for a few seconds. So that's just proof that eccentric is stronger. That, you know, same, all right, bench press. Lowering it down, you're much stronger than pushing it up. Squat, same thing. Lowering it down. That's why the deadlift is so hard, because you are pulling the weight up, doing the concentric portion, and then when you lower it down, you can probably handle handle more weight lowering than lifting it up. So once you understand that, and that type of tempo of controlling the weight, you're going to gain more of that mind-muscle connection. It's all about thinking what you're doing and feeling it out. That is also why, you know, I always used to joke around that when people weight train, they love doing the mirror muscles or the muscles that they can see. Where the back muscles, you know, the literally the back, the hamstrings, the glutes, you don't see them working. So typically beginners may not favor them right away. Or at least back in my day that was the case. Therefore, you don't have as much concentration of figuring and how to control that exercise to improve those muscle groups so that is really the intelligent portion of what I used to push and train and teach my clients uh, when I was doing my personal training because once you learn that then you can go into different aspects of intensity and I'm going to talk about that in a second now obviously you always want to train intelligently because you don't want to get hurt But as you move along, I would say after a year or two of basic weight training, learning how to control the body, you're going to make great progress right then and there because the weights itself doing anything against resistance, your body is going to learn to adapt quickly. So therefore, it's going to build more muscle more quickly than someone that's been weight training 10, 20, 30 years. So you're going to have progress right from the start by learning how to properly train intelligently, and control the exercise. At that point, when you're first starting out, yeah, you're going to focus on more linear type progress, meaning simply adding weight every time. And I talked about this, you know, a number of times in different podcasts. I'm not sure which ones. Um, But, you know, the whole linear idea is just adding weight every single time. So that's where you really want to focus on if you're within a couple of years of weight training, you know, the form, the intelligence of it, adding weight. But then you're going to get, you know, not stale, but you're going to hit plateaus. And that's where you can start doing incorporating, you know, different ways to bring more intensity or a more strategic way of lifting, you know, the progressive overload type plans that I've talked about before. You know, my two favorite is my own, which is called VIP. It's a higher rep range working at sub max levels, you know, for the big exercises where it spits all the, you know, the reps, the sets and actual weight that you're going to do from a one rep max, you know, sub level. And then there's 531 by Jim Windler, which is very similar, but typically you're going to work at a little bit a heavier load in um, lower reps. Those two methods are awesome on focusing on strength. Now, strength doesn't always correlate to muscle gains. But if you're within, I would say like three, five years of weight training, you're going to still gain muscle. That is a way of also, you know, doing the progressive type overload type training is you're also, you know, holding yourself more accountable and bringing in a new dimension of intensity, other ways of bringing in intensity. Now, this is the fun part. This is where I think as you go along in your weightlifting career and building your body after a few good years of focusing on linear strength and progressive overload, you want to apply, you know, higher rep ranges, supersets, drop sets, um, compound sets where you're dropping it down multiple times and that is you know loose form that that's a that's a principle that I'll teach to some and these really come into play be only because you already have that mind muscle connection because if you were to give someone you know a superset or a big drop set and they've only been weight training a few you know months to maybe a year it's going to hurt them in all the places that you're not actually trying to focus on because they don't have that mind muscle connection yet of what the muscle should be doing for that particular exercise. So these are a little bit more advanced techniques. Now, higher reps, yeah, a newbie can, you know, favor that, but I think when it comes to the drop sets or the super volume sets that I've talked about where you do, you know, 50 reps, but it, you do as many drops in weight to hit 50 reps in that time frame. You're gonna not going to be as efficient and productive if you're a newbie. These are all basic, you know, intensity principles that I apply to myself and to my clients. Through, you know, when they receive a workout, they'll have supersets, drop sets, and so on and so forth, only if they have that baseline already, you know, and how I tell with a remote client is obviously the number of years they've been weight training, you know, their goals, Um, If they've been stale doing a certain type of workout, then I'll tend to mix it up. And I mentioned loose form. Okay. And I used to joke around, I used to call it bro form because, you know, you see a lot of dudes in the gym who just like throwing weight around. They don't have that mind muscle connection, but, you know, they're trying to impress their friends or girls or vice versa or whatever by just like grabbing heavy weight, using their whole body and just throwing the shit around and. Hoping they're going to make some kind of progress. That's not going to happen. But if you have that mind-muscle connection, I think doing a loose, I'm doing air quotes like you can see me, a loose form set at the end, just to squeeze out those few additional reps to, to go to total failure, you know, to really fatigue, that is okay, you know. And, you know, when it comes to the loose form type sets, you're also limited on exercises where... I think when it comes to the arms and the shoulders and some back exercises, you can do a loose form set where you do have a little bit of body English and swinging and whatnot. Um, I wouldn't suggest to do that for every single set, but maybe that last burnout or maybe you'd feel like you didn't get that much out of that one particular exercise, even though you lifted heavy shit, then you drop the weight by 30-40% and just freaking rep it out. Obviously, you're not going to do that for... Many leg exercises because there's so many muscle groups. Um, you want to protect your back and your joints and everything for like squat, deadlift, maybe leg curls you can, maybe leg extensions with a faster tempo, but typically the loose form sets to me come into play where, you know, not as many joints are being moved, you know, not too many, you know, body parts are being moved where arms, shoulders and are more ideal for the loose sets to really blast it out. So that's something that you want to focus on on bringing the intensity up. Now, the further talk about intensity, your workouts need to be intense, um, and I'm not saying duration wise, because again, I work with people and they think, well, I'm spending you know 90 minutes in the gym, so therefore, or an hour, or two hours, you know, like an hour and a half to two hours, so something's got to give. I don't buy into that. Okay, unless you're doing a lower body routine, you may spend an hour to maybe you know ninety minutes, depending how strong you are. But if you're doing a push-pull legs, you know, like my back routine that I did today where I did, you know, four exercises for my back, the last two were supersetted, and then one main bicep exercise, and then the last two were supersetted. I was done in fifty or fifty-five minutes. And I was toast. I had to take a nap. That's because the intensity was increased. That's why I go through a fast tempo. I don't take that long of a rest between sets for certain exercises. That's another way of increasing the intensity. So you'll see that... And then it gets to my point is that when people train for that long of a time, like, oh, two hours to do my chest, shoulders, and tries, or even two muscle groups. Well, to me... You did not train hard enough on that first or second exercise. So if you're telling me you're doing four bicep exercises, you know, five regular sets with normal rest and whatnot to hit different angles and all that bullshit, you're wasting your time. You are not training hard enough. One to two exercises should really fatigue you. If you need that third to finish it off, so be it. You know, more so for the larger muscle groups. But I gotta tell you guys, I mean, if you just think about it, you know, intense, hard, in and out of the gym, that is the way to go. And even some of the steroid type pros will tell you the same thing. Now, obviously, they can sustain and, and handle longer workouts, and many of them do. God bless them. But every once in a while, you'll see some guys that buy into and also promote. It's how hard you work during that time, not how long you work. And that's something that I truly believe in, being a natural. And I think for everyone that applies. Bust your ass. Push yourself. Don't be afraid. Now, certainly there's going to be days that you don't even want to go to the gym, but you force yourself in. It's That's good. Even those workouts count. But you don't want to hurt yourself. I just think that The higher intensity of the workouts, the more of a payoff because especially when you get more experienced and you have more time under your belt, you know, say 10, 15 years of weight training, you got to push it to a new level to bring in that stimulus to break down the muscle tissue so it has the opportunity to heal itself and get bigger and get stronger and all that good stuff. So that is something that I want you to take home. That's super important to me. So intensity, again, quick review, things we talked about, loose form, again, that's more of advanced technique, drop sets, and there's two ways of doing drop sets, meaning that you can finish your last heavy set, strip some weight, go right into it, or what I call a control drop set, you take your normal rest, drop some weight, then into it. You can do supersets where for a smaller muscle group or whatever it is, you do a number of repetitions, 10 to 12, go immediately into the next exercise, 10 to 12, and then your normal rest. Or another way is just you know high volume, high rep sets. Set a goal of doing 20 rep repetitions. To me, that works and affects the metabolic process of the muscle building a little bit more than the strength where if you're doing, you know, triples or even up to five reps, that's solely strength. Now, I'm a fan of all rep ranges, don't get me wrong. You know, when I first started working out many, many years ago, I would do like the typical 10 to 15, and then I got into the heavier stuff and focusing on the big squats and the deadlifts and not going above five reps. And that worked also And probably the last year or so because of more injuries, my age, I'm favoring the higher reps. And I got to say that it's refreshing. I, my workouts are more intense because of higher reps. So over all my years of weight training, I did hit all the variables of different types of uh, rep ranges. But when I prescribe a workout, there will be that range of repetitions, you know, lead off exercise, focusing on strength, middle exercise, a little bit more higher reps, and then usually the last exercise is when you're going to do like the 12, 15, 20 reps. But there's nothing wrong if you need something to stimulus, you know, give you that stimulus is that start off with 20 reps. I personally, over the last month or so, will lead off with leg press and not go below 20 reps. And when I'm done doing the leg press for all those sets of 20 reps, I'm like, shit, I got up. My legs are super pumped. And I'm like, I I could walk out and be done. You know, but I, of course, I'm not because, you know, I like to punish myself. So this one's going to wrap up. Uh, Just again, quick review. Intelligence plus intensity equals results. It's something that not saying I coined that phrase, but I adopted that phrase when I was personal training many, many, many years ago where each play an important part where you want to learn how to weight train properly, train to get better, my muscle connection, feeling what you're doing, then you slowly graduate into focusing on linear progress, adding a little bit more weight, dabbling in progressive overload type plans and then once you have that full mind muscle connection and you feel all the muscle groups go for the weight training principles to really increase the intensity when it comes to drop sets supersets you know comp whatever again I'm just there's tons of them any way that you think that you can increase the intensity of your workout and I guarantee you're going to have progress that's what it's all about Trying to get stronger, lifting more weight, and intense. Because I think a lot of people don't train hard enough. They really don't. I can see in the physiques that train hard enough and put the work in. And 99% of the time, they're going to tell me or you talk to them, they're not spending hours in the gym each day. They're going in, they're banging it out, high level of intensity, and they're out of there. That's how you're going to stimulate the muscle group because basically it's been shown. So I'm going to wrap this one up, guys. I appreciate you listening. If you have any questions or concerns, email me at fitfranco at verizon.net. Any topics you want me to cover, please reach out. Interesting coaching, email me. I'm here for you. Take care.